Won't leave, I can guarantee. I don't know where that voice came from, but I don't know. Hey, who's it was almost like um ooh, what's that guy's name? Satellite. The guy that's saying satellite, remember him? Got nothing. I'm not old. Oh, oh come on, it's not that long ago. It's ten years ago. Hey Mike. Yes. Drop that fat intro, please. Oh yeah, forgot about the intro. Let's do that thing. Yeah, I gotta be told, apparently. Mike, do the intro. Big boy. Ladies. <clears throat> Ladies. Huh. Mm. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to maybe, I've said too much, the, huh? <laughs> the internet radio. <laughs> I am your host and guide, Mike Laffey, and I am joined as always by my good buddies, Izzy Swan, of all things Izzy Swan, and Joel Crawford of the Missing Digit Woodshop. Gentlemen, it is fantastic to have you back here. How are you this evening? I, I'm doing great. I can't speak for Izzy alone. I can only speak to him as a group, but he is a fine, sexy man. So are you, Mike. Mm-hmm. And to be here in your company, uh, it is a, I, I, I couldn't imagine being anywhere else. It's a, you know, I have hashtag puff job. <laughs> I have that thought a lot. I, I, here's the problem. I leave the house with me. Pretty much every day. And I don't know how people do it without me. Is really, I mean, like there are people and a lot of them that leave their home every day and go somewhere where I am not. And uh, I mean, let's be honest. That's why we did this podcast. You know, I'm having a hard time adjusting to living by myself. It's it's quiet. I'm not used to quiet. I what go about home the gerbil? And there's no, there's no gerbil. Was it, are we not? No. The, um, the pet snake that, Oh, that's it. a... And that's the pet an snake off- was creeping me out, so it's gone. <laughs> that was the um, uh, that was off the air conversation. Sorry. Oh yes, yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> So I'm I'm having a hard time adjusting to this. I mean, it's I'm used to commotion and noise and activity, and now I, I go home at night and uh, it's it's just quiet. Like I hear crickets, and oh, I'm, I'd be I'm, willing to try it. <laughs> well, I was just gonna I was just gonna say I I would like to experience what it's actually like going to work with Mike Laffey. So why don't you come up and you can come to work with me, and I'll. Have a little commotion around the house. Apparently, I don't, I don't hate that idea. By the way, yeah, actually, it sounds pretty good. And and well, it sounds good. And I, the idea was very very cool to me. I was thinking, hmm, quiet and crickets and you know woods. And this is gonna be awesome. And I'm like three nights in, and I'm going, all right, I need I need, I need commotion. I need kids. I need noise. I need something. <laughs> <laughs> Have so you little- thought about taking up drums? No, that, I haven't gotten that far yet, but I am thinking about uh, tying some cans to a string and then attaching it to a drill with a bent piece of clothes hanger coming out of it so it'll just make noise in the background. So it, that, so what you're saying is that the when you initially thought, hey, I'll be alone with my wood, that didn't turn out to be the same as what you initially thought? Well, look, so, we're clear, so we're clear on no, this. No, it, alone it turned out in to be exactly the woods, that. Woods. Woods. No, um, woods. Woods. Uh. Yeah, woods. It was, um, you know, it's nice. I mean, I honestly, I, I don't think I've slept this good, and I can't tell you how long. But um, getting to sleep is the trick. That's the part. Oh, shots of whiskey put you right in. Yeah, I'm not. You know, I, that's I like, my grandmother's trick. I like a glass of whiskey from time to time. I'm not a big shots of whiskey guy. You can buy 64 ounce tumblers. So these are all things. So let's talk about contractors today, guys. Oh my god. Do gosh. we have to? Because I just no. told my eleven year old to drop out of school. Um <laughs> Well, if she needs a job, I'm hiring. Right. <laughs> Izzy's hiring. <laughs> yes. I'll share this. I mean, we've had this conversation, but the uh 
my my daughter, I uh, just finished up a 12 and one half hour workday, walked through the door. My uh, 11 year old, who is the sweetest, most beautiful child ever, ever. I mean, right up until I walk through and my other kids are sitting there. But uh, she goes, oh, hey, daddy, how was your day? Eh, good. And she goes, uh, oh, that's great. Can you help me with my math homework? And I went, you should drop out. She went, what? I said, you should drop out. <laughs> and she said, well, what is that? I said, go upstairs and tell mommy that you need a note so you can drop out. I said, just, uh, and then my wife came down and apparently you're not supposed to talk to an 11 year old that way. And, uh, social services will probably be showing up. So, but, um, so I'll probably be getting some quiet or a prison cell, <laughs> but just to, just to fly. But if you want to talk about contractors, I'm happy to do that since, uh, my father is one. So, we can uh, we can make this about him for a little while. Actually, I, I want to interject something real quick. We got a very nice email, uh, a very concerned email. Uh, Mike, you've been uh, sniffling a little bit, and uh, there were some that were concerned that oh. the Coke habit was a little too heavy in the last couple of weeks. Okay, first of all, you don't get this heavy with a Coke habit. <laughs> but... <laughs> Yes, my uh, the last podcast, I, uh, I I thought I said something when we initially started off, and I probably did, but um, my allergies and just, uh, I actually had a sinus infection this weekend. I was laying in, in bed pretty much all day Saturday and Sunday. Um, it just overwhelmed me. And the fact that I actually powered through that to bring all of you ungrateful people podcast, I, you know, that, let's not, let's not, <laughs> let's not say thank you. Let's just be critical. But uh Moving on. <laughs> and of course, keep sending your comments to at uh, maybe podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and our website. Uh, you know, we like to, <laughs> we like to read them, but yes, I apologize. The, uh, the, the sinus, the sinus game is strong here <laughs> in the South right now. So we're dealing, but thank you to whoever expressed concern about my Coke habit. So, uh, so contractors or, 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 or trying to get anybody to work for you. That's worth a damn. No, it's, it's not so much that it's, um, you know, trying to line up, uh, you know, contractors up here. Uh, I knew coming to this area, it, it's a small, a small town outside of Traverse city. Uh, so, you know, finding people to work was going to be a bit of a trick. I didn't realize how much of a trick. So if you're listening to the podcast and you're interested in a job and interested in moving to a small town in northern Michigan, call me. <laughs> so, if you like crickets. <laughs> or or no, pina coladas. Uh, so I had some people lined up to help frame out the, the new uh, school, the, the Izzy Swan Studio. And that fell through, I, or rather got postponed. They can't make it for six weeks. Obviously, I don't have a time frame that can wait six weeks. And then the electrician um, that I've been talking to also did a, I'm, I can't make it for another two months. And I, the, the problem is I hired really good people. They're, they're just booked out. Uh, the people that aren't booked out are not the kind of, that you want to hire because uh, they just don't show up. Uh, so it's, you know, so on come tomorrow, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, my rear end will be over at the studios framing walls, but uh, I guess worse things could happen. Um, Sorry, you know, all I then, heard was you say your rear end, and I completely blacked out. <laughs> I have that what effect. On, my about? rear end has a yeah. It, my rear end has that effect on people. Oh, um, yeah, it does. No, so um, 
it, you know, now I have to hire over the next three months, four full-time positions for um, here. And then probably another two or three throughout the winter for um, some mayhem and madness we have planned in the spring. And, you know, I'm a bit nervous about finding good, you know, reliable people that can run up, help me run the, the studio and work in the furniture shop. And um, I'm, I'm convinced at this point, because I had breakfast this morning at a local, a local, uh, you know, watering hole and a couple of businessmen were there and we were, were talking about hiring. And um, when I asked them about, you know, hiring people around here, they both kind of just looked down their noses and shook their head very sadly. And I got very scared. So. They, they really appreciate unemployment in this, in this area. So, so. I'm just like, it's, it's a good job. You get to work indoors. There'll be coffee, comfy lounges, big screen TVs, video games. What more could you want at a job? So, but yeah, yeah. It's, it's always, it's always, you know, I just went through a round of hiring and, um, I get to do a little bit more because I've got, you know, I've got a small little 30,000, you know, town that we work out of and, but there are about five different 50, 60,000 person towns around right. me. And then Atlanta with another 5 million people. So I get, I get to, I get a little bit, my pool's a little bit bigger, but it's still, it's still tough trying to find people to work at a thing. Some people, I don't know what it is. I guess there are just better jobs in the world than the ones I'm offering or wanting to pay for. Um, or I don't know. It's, it's weird because there's, you know, it's like I'm offering a decent amount of money to sit there and sand parts. And like you, I don't care if you listen to podcasts or jam out to music while you're doing it. I mean, I don't like do you, you can come do you in have for your pants on when you do the interviews because that we might want to talk about that. I do, but should I take them off? Um, I mean, I I figured if you had them on, you should take them off. That if is a whole different off, kind you of. You should put them on. That's a whole different kind of interview, um, Joel. Well, we only no, do that for I, the second interview. I um, you know, I. I you know, there's 2,039, well, now 40 people in this town. And, um, <laughs> so do they change when you come in town to visit? Do they change the sign while you're there and then switch? I'm pretty sure right now there is somebody out there with some green paint and a stencil with 40 on it, painting it uh, on the going, Damn it. The, I love this. No, no, don't get me. I love Kalkaska. It's got charm. It's got character. The people are amazing. It's everything I've come to love about Michigan. It really is. It's the epitome of what I love about Michigan so much. Um, and it's the 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 side coming into town. It says Kalkaska, room to grow. <laughs> I'm like, oh. oh, that should be the first clue. <laughs> and. Um, you know, it's a it's an amazing little town and some great people, great eateries, and I love it up here. I, but from a from a business standpoint, I am honestly a bit nervous. And um, my timeline uh, in I've been here for less than a week, and my timeline for setting up the New Hampshire uh, studio has already been adjusted because I am behind, and I'm I'm less than a week less than a week into this, and I'm already behind here. So it's I'm time a little, to it's time to blow the the magic conch. Calling <laughs> <laughs> all makers. Calling all makers. <laughs> no, it's just it. You know, it's part of it. It's just part of the. It's part of the. You know, doing this kind of thing, especially without having, 
you know, spent eight or nine or 10 months really dialing it in, kind of just having a rough idea about what I wanted to do and searching all over the place for, um, you know, for studio space. And, um, wow, it's just been, um, it's been an adventure. We're, so, over, so we're less than a week crazy into question. It. Yes. Do you, is there a, is there time for, and B, would it be, uh, of benefit, but could you do like a, like a barn raising, like, like literally put out a call for folks that um, are in? I, I've never been comfortable with that kind of thing. Oh, I, I suppose shut it, up. No, just listen, just, just <laughs> no, hear seriously, me out. Like if, if somebody was, was willing to do that, and even if you're unwilling to accept the help, you could, you could sit down and shut up about it well, for a second right we can have so the job is done right yeah but and interrogate you, you while know, everybody else does the work that i'm going to sound like i'm bragging on myself and i, uh -oh. I don't i don't want it to come off that way but i have this uh, thing about moving forward i need things to happen now and um since they're not happening now i will pick up my tool belt and my hammer and my saws and i will make them happen and, um, you know, that's kind of the mentality I've always had. So um, before this week's out, I'll have the framing done and the drywall hung and I will have what I can legally do with the electricity done because I'm not waiting any longer. Um, and then I have, I actually do have a little help coming next week from out of town. So, um, you know, get some flooring done, some insulation up, you know. So, I mean, it, it's not going to upset me back crazy far but i'm i'm guessing i'm gonna lose a couple of weeks out of this whole deal well if folks you're, like you're 14 hours away i'd, I'd be you know I'd, I'd come spend a weekend but if i leave saturday i'll get there just in time to turn around and come back home <laughs> come back home <laughs> hey give me three nails come. and a hammer all right good job guys we'll see you next time <laughs> you did half a stud sir half yeah. Well, because I'm a whole stud. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that we were going to talk about, we talked about possibly talking about contractors, and you guys just gave me like a whole ten minutes to rant. So no, no, no. Everybody's, everybody's. Got to, <laughs> you know, I'm in, I'm in house buying hell right now. All right, your turn. Let's hear what you're going through. Oh no, I'm, I'm not broadcasting that. Uh, there's, <laughs> there's, yeah, you, you have no, to be because on the it, inner circle. <laughs> no, no, this. because, because here's, here's the problem. I'm buying a fairly nice home. That I should be lucky to even, uh, to, to, I'm humbled by the fact that we live in a society where I can buy a very nice piece of property to, uh, to have, uh, small Greek orgies on and, um, damn it, I'm I, Polish. Yeah, I know. Sorry, <laughs> man. And, uh, and so the, the, the problem is when I start complaining about that, I kind of have to hit myself in the face a little because, you know, where else can you say, well, you know, I own my own business. I generally make this much and uh, I expect to make maybe this much or a little bit more next year and not really sure though. And I'd like to buy, you know, uh, like 10 acres downtown in a city and, and, and people are like, yeah, sure. Why not go wild? Which is crazy. Because I, I think it's awesome. This is America. That's right. It's America. America. It's America. So, I, so if I, I, if I, I don't take a name. If I, this is America. That's right. Oh. If, if I start. We don't have start, to comment on that. We can just let it go. Nope. Yeah, no, no, we can let that one sink. The, yep. Nope. Yep, so, on. so, so, uh, so, so if I start complaining about the process of that, I sound just like a twat. 
How do I do? God, that's a tough word. <laughs> yeah, now you you made me sound like a jerk. Thanks, Joel. No, 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 no. You you have Listen. you you're you're spending money Man. to to make money. I'm spending money to live a little bit better life for my family. And you know, there's I don't want to complain about it because I just I'd feel bad about it. By the way, I just wanted to go ahead and throw this out there. Joel was lucky enough to find the best mortgage guy in the business. I'm just going to go ahead and... Well, I I was actually... (laughs) If there was anything, I was going to mention that I have been working uh, with this uh, company out in California. And... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they are good. (laughs) They are good. No, no. uh, Well, you guys guys know who who have listened to more than... Uh, 20 seconds of any episode. Uh, Mike is in uh, in the mortgage business, and uh, I will tell you while I can't uh, I can't confirm that he is amazing. Uh, all indications, and I will confirm it once we get the damn house under contract. Uh, <laughs> that all indications are that he is uh, uh, it, at the very least less of a bastard than the rest of them. So it, it, well, it, it, now contractually and legally, I am not allowed to talk about you, but I'll talk about me. <laughs> That's pretty much how every podcast goes, doesn't it, Mike? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I know you guys are here because I see your names on the screen, <laughs> right? But, uh, but that's pretty much it. So no, it's it's just it's just one of those things, and I've I this will be our first house buying experience, and. And Mike's been very, very good with his time Excuse and me. actually letting me bug him in the middle of the night when I have questions. And so, uh, by so the yeah, way, kudos. you can call me on the phone. You Wait, don't have to come if in the I bedroom buy it, and whisper in my ear while I'm laying Mike, next to my wife. That that has if, nothing to do we, with the mortgage. We, we, whoa, whoa, whoa! If if I buy a, if I ha- if I have you help me buy a house, I get to call you in the middle of the night. No, no, he doesn't call. He said he, he gets to bug me in the middle of the night. He comes to the house and whispers in my ear. <laughs> I, I uh, do while I'm sleeping. I, I say, I say, well, banana pancakes. Because if, if it was 14. I want banana pancakes. <laughs> well, the, the best part is when I hear my wife go, he's on the Hashtag other Jack side Johnson. this time. <laughs> he's on the other side. <laughs> well, Joel, well, Mike's a little... on the other side it, of the bed, Joel, please. <laughs> right, right. Well, and it's tough because when Mike sleeps... He's a little effeminate looking. I'll be honest with you. I and like to, so it, I like it's to be a little spoon. <laughs> he likes to be a little spoon. So it's it's sometimes hard uh, figuring out which side of the bed you need to go to. And I wear the wig. <laughs> so in the, uh, the it's it's really the teddy that does it, Mike. Unicorn, I'll be honest with you. The unicorn teddy. It's it, listen. Not a lot of people are supposed to see that. But anyway, well. That's, right. What were we talking about? Anybody we have talking, any clue? We were talking about um, me. <laughs> right. I think we're, we may have been talking about other things, but I thought we were talking. So, about- so Izzy's having problems getting his business set up, which is always a crazy time anyway, because like, like the the people that I don't know if you've ever set up a business from like scratch. There's there's a there's like a startup fever, like yeah. like there's a real energy. And it's really amazing when you get a few key people in place because everybody's working 80, 100 hour weeks and you, you know, there's a goal, like get set up, get moving, get production up, get, 
you know, phone lines and get the internet on, get the damn lights turned on, you know, all that stuff. There's a fever to that kind of stuff. And, uh, and it's, it's crazy because it's, it's, it's always the, the ratio of like, um, of like the world is falling apart to everything is awesome Mm -hmm. is like, there's no gray area. Yeah. Like you wake up in the morning well, and either you're there's like a very fine line between those two. That's a, well, <laughs> I want I want to be fair about this too. I I've spent many years in this industry, so I'm not coming into the furniture side of that. The school is I'm blind as a bat on, um, I, you know, I know some of the, I know a lot of the legal side of it and what I have to do to make that all work. That's fine. I know that, but how I'm going to make the school actually, um, over time start paying for itself. I don't ever expect it to be a money maker, but I do want it to support itself so it's it's sustainable. Um, the furniture company is going to pay for that school for a while and with and the help of, of some um, uh, brands and investors and stuff to make it go. But um, I'm not coming into this with uh, just hoping that the furniture company is going to work. I have already a very good size set number of uh, dollars that uh, are waiting to be made um, via contracts with Committee. several furniture companies that I have been working with for 20 years. So we have good relationships there. Um, and I have, you know, a CNC side of that business that I'm working on and a design side of that business. Uh, but I'm, I have to fill, I have to have bodies there to get the work done. So they're the nervous part of this isn't, can I make this, you know, make money? It's, can I fill the, can I put enough bodies in place to make the money or to, to make the, you know, the, the parts that I need to make to make the money. So that's, yeah, that's it's, I mean, it's a scale, it's a scale of operation. Sometimes, yeah. you know, it's, it's like, it, it would be like somebody going in and, and there, I know there are some people listening that are like, yeah, man, I just want to make a few bucks out of my garage. And you're like, okay, it's fine. That's the lemonade stand, but we're opening up a restaurant. You know, there's, no, and there's, there's you know, know, distribution centers. I want to talk about right. the validity. I, I want to talk about the validity that there's not the validity. It doesn't matter whether you're the guy building a few pieces out of your garage or you have a small shop with a couple guys or you're trying to hire 10 guys or 30 guys. The, the stress level is still there. Yeah, I mean, it's absolutely. not it's not, you know, it's not any different than than, you know, what I'm doing isn't any more uh, grand than the guy that just quit a, you know, $80,000 a year job to build you know, um, stuff out of his garage and this, he's going to do this to support his family. And I'm, I'm, when I say out of his garage, I don't want that to sound like it's a demeaning thing. Cause it's not, that's something you should be really proud of. I started um, in my garage. The, yeah. the phone in my pocket was started from a company in someone's garage. Right. So I just, I just want to make that very clear. Um, you know, and, uh, so the stress levels aren't really any different. It's just, it's, it's just in a different arena, I suppose. And, um, it's like, yeah, you know, it, I knew coming up here that the manpower was going to be an issue. I just didn't realize how much of an issue. So it's that it's that thing right now that's really making me nervous. So even you know, we all go through it, and um, I'll figure out a way to master this. And I, you know, I'll comment on it in the next few podcasts coming up, and you know, keep checking back to see how things are going. If you're interested, guys. If you're not interested, you're going to hear it anyway. So, yeah, well, there we well, go. And there enough. it is. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not really doing anything fun. <laughs> Mike, what are you up to, buddy? Besides You're, telling your daughter to drop out of school. <laughs> my 11-year-old. Just give up, kid. Just give up. 
It's nothing but broken hopes and dreams from this point forward. You can't win. This is why I cry when no one's looking. <laughs> no, I'm actually, uh, I, I downloaded Rosetta Stone, and I'm teaching myself Spanish in my free time. See. Si. No, no, I've gotten so far right now, I do uh, uh, bebe means to drink, and uh, comer means to eat. And I like to eat, so I will comer. <laughs> or something. I, I teach everything you need to know right now. No se preocupe. That's, I, I, I've heard Howard Stern say, me sabios pescador en cocina, which I think means my fish is in the kitchen. So, yeah, no se preocupe. It means uh, I have no worries. And the other one is el pajado mas pendejo sabe volar. I know that so, one. Yeah, well, you know, you know one word. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I married Latin. So, oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, I thought there was some discounts or something, but that was, like, that's not, that wasn't real. That's just what racists say about, about immigrants. So there, um, There's no discounts in love. Oh, And I wish, to be fair, those are the only things, two things I know how to say in Spanish, and it's only because my mother taught me. Well, I know the rest of the swear words, too, so. Other oh, than that, yeah, that's the first thing they teach you. Yeah, the, um, actually, uh, funny story, did I ever tell you, um, how the the moment I knew I was going to marry my wife? Uh oh, no, 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 please, by all means. Because you know, again, I I, I married Latin. This is the, this um, is a PG rated show. Just saying. Oh, this is uh, PG thirteen. She hit me with a Ford Escort at a Boys to Men concert. You can take a minute with that. Uh, <laughs> what? Yes. Wait, wait a minute. So she, she hit wait, me with her car at a Boys to Men concert in like 1992, 91. And while I was laying there on the gravel with the rain hitting me in the face, I knew this was going to be real love. <laughs> so. Okay. There's Where do you go from there? There's just wait, no. Wait, wait. There's several levels here that I'd like to investigate. <laughs> Let's start with the Boys to Men concert. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow <laughs> hey, down. Hey, I'm, I'm okay with Boys to Men. At least it wasn't New Kids on the Block. All right. Okay. So we're, First we're, of we're all, okay there. My brother just got back from a New Kids on the Block concert. <laughs> oh, he, no. I'm going to send you a picture. I'm going to post a picture to our website. Is his husband Good. proud? Ooh. So he's, he's dating a girl or a woman or whatever. Um she wanted to go to New Kids on the Block, and apparently he gets to see her naked. So he said yes. So he uh, he wore a cat T-shirt that is the greatest cat T-shirt you've ever seen, and he bedazzled it. <laughs> he said, "If I'm going to New Kids on the Block, I'm I'm going big." And he bedazzled a cat T-shirt. It's cats in space on his shirt, and then he bedazzled like all the stars and the collar and the sleeves. It was it, it it's the most. It, I mean. I've seen him graduate, like to become a, uh, a civil servant. Uh, you know, I, I've watched his, uh, his, my niece is born. I've seen him be a great father. This was the most proud I've ever been of him. Seeing him in the cat t-shirt. <laughs> um, the things that happen on this podcast are not affiliated nor condoned by Izzy Swan. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, now being hit by a by a car. Um, okay, so 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 let's 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 break. We're still breaking this down I, a little bit. There's, I mean, so I don't we know have, what the statute of limitations is, but we may want to be. So did you about some of the did details. you know her? Did you know her previous to the to the incident? Oh yeah, yeah. We we've been dating for a while. The the concert so, her, was her idea. So, but yet she she felt the need to kill you. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get that. I've been around me for a while. Um, you know, <laughs> at least he's honest. I just, haven't figured, I just haven't figured out a way to run myself over with a car. It's really the only thing. Because I, I would have done it a couple of times. It's just it's a tricky Can, move to be able to get a car like with the right energy and then be able to get no. out of it and get in the way. It's, yeah. So if if I was if I was a, a dangerous person, I would say that we should probably hear the story from both sides. She no, that that, that really oh, I mean so Where's Mr. Laffy? Mr. Laffy, where's Mrs. Laffy? Joel, Joel Wait, Mrs. Laffy, where's Mr. Laffy? Like, that's right. <laughs> no, that, I mean that's really that's a true story. That uh, is I mean, I could call her in here, but I think she's probably hang on a second. Yeah, no, she's. I don't hear her in the room. Uh oh, she's on Pinterest. She's she's, 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 she's probably probably shining up the car or doing math homework. <laughs> oh. no, she's, she's probably making sure there's gas in the car. And as we crest ten o'clock, she's doing math homework right now. She's going. You know what, honey? You should probably just drop out. Does, does, does she ever get so frustrated? Like, does she ever get so frustrated that she brings it up and goes, I should have killed you when I had the chance? It wasn't really a kill type of thing. I mean, she's pretty precise with a Ford Escort. Um, so, it, you know, it was more just sort of a wounding kind of kind of thing. Yeah, it was just a, uh, you know, sometimes sometimes you just got to hit somebody with a car. I mean, it's just, I mean, how do you know if they're, how do you know if it's real is, is really the thing. So I mean, I've, there's been several occasions uh, through the course of our marriage where I wish that she would have killed me with a car, but that's a, uh, yeah, but no, she'll confirm the story that actually happened. I've actually sent her text messages and said, uh, without me prompting you, how did, what, what was our confirming moment? Uh, and she'll respond back when I hit you with that, uh, I think her exact response to that text at this point is, when I hit you with that friggin' car at that concert. And I was like, <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, oh, that's well, awesome. Yeah, there's that's more, a whole bunch there's, of awesome. There's more to that story, but uh, it, it's, you know, I, probably not podcast appropriate. Um, but, uh, yeah, there, but if we ever meet and you buy me a beer, I'll be happy to tell you off air. <laughs> so, and the cost of... <laughs> The cost of the story is beer, by the way, just so you know. All right. Well, you're a cheap. Isn't dude. the cost of every story beer? Yeah. Well, apparently the audience thinks I'm a rav- uh, ravenous cokehead, you know, because allergies is only a thing here in North Carolina. So people outside of this area don't know what that is uh, to some extent. So. Oh, no, my. Not, not, the, not the whole audience, just the ones that know. Well, there's so. that. No, the, uh, I, I, I don't have near of exciting a story for my wife. Uh, oh, well, there, listen, I'm sure that there is a host of stories that, uh, we could get from her that, um, would probably get, we, we need to have your wife, we need to have your wife on one time and do like a a, a Mike Laffey's confession podcast. Yeah, that would actually be great. Oh, my wife. Oh, my wife. I'll tell you anything. I'm pretty much an open book with stuff. No, no, no. I want, we want your wife on here. We want your wife on the podcast. I'm fine with doing that. That doesn't, she's. (laughs) She's who you think she I is. I wonder. I wonder if she. I wonder if she. Uh, I would. I wonder if uh, Mike would be very quiet that episode. You know, the funny part is, is when people come to uh, visit. Um, you know, the, the, whether it's in the office, you know, people from the office come to the house. They always go. I'm actually kind of amazed that he's the same person here. He's. <laughs> they're like, I thought he'd be like quieter. Or, 
less of a jerk or whatever whatever opinion that they have. They just, they, you know, they, I thought you'd be more muted at home. And I'm like, no, no, no. They deserve the full laughy. Um, you know. And I think I actually. I, there's a very funny story. I, your your car hitting episode actually just reminded me. Uh, Margo was p- kind of playing around. She had a hammer. She was pretending to hit me in the head, and she clocked the hell out of me when she miscalculated how much playing that she was going to be. Oh, and see, that was an accident. I was hit right. intentionally. <laughs> so. Yeah, uh, you're you're the, the funny part is that she had to take me to the hospital in the car she just hit me with because she's afraid if she left me there writhing in pain and holding my hip that uh I would shit, I would call the police. So it's a uh <laughs> I uh I love that. I, as soon as we hit as soon as we hit stop recording I'm buying you a beer. They just like <laughs> Yeah, that's right. <laughs> No, it's actually. It, I mean, it's it, I, one of the reasons that the uh, that I won't tell it is because the the actual story is it's better if you come up with something in your imagination as to what might have prompted that because the actual story is pretty uneventful. It was <laughs> so, but the uh, when you hear half of it, it's a definite. It's a better story than hearing the whole thing. So, I shouldn't give mm-hmm. that away, but I'm, I, I don't want to keep everybody on. Uh, but I'm not going to tell it the whole the whole thing on here because reasons. So. No well, reasons are good are reasons. All, all of you now, at some point, I'm sure I'm going to show up, and there's going to be cases of beer just sitting on my. Well, <laughs> we'll just tuck that away. Board. We'll just tuck that. Away. We'll tuck that away for a Patreon recording someday. So. Ooh, look at you! This one, but we um. So so I I had an interesting conversation with my daughter. Uh, not that I told her to drop out. She has. I gave her. Yeah, she's she's no, she's seventeen, which is very exciting time. Let me tell you. Um, and uh, she's like, listen, they've got SATs and ACTs, and I, I said, okay. So of the colleges that you're kind of looking at, which one did they require? Because it, apparently, back in my day, some colleges required ACTs and some, and it was a little regional too. Some was SAT, some was ACT. Uh, in Wisconsin, where I was going to high school, it was mostly ACT, but a lot of the Eastern schools wanted SATs. So you would do whichever ones you'd want. And she's like, no, I'm going to I'm gonna do both because they can take both, and I'm just going to use the best number, uh, whichever one I do better on. And I'm like, you know, that's really smart. Hmm. I mean, isn't, like, isn't it like hedge your like- bet. If you go to if you're in Georgia and you go to college in Georgia, doesn't the state pay for that? There's the well, so the Hope Scholarship is a very handy thing to do. Now you have to have like a three point something grade average to continue paying for it, but it is it it helps dramatically with the uh, with the cost of tuition. Well, because my so, brother-in-law had said that he he's from Georgia originally, um, and he said that. You know, basically, if you go to a, you know, like a state school or whatever, that essentially, I mean, for the, you know, I don't know the, the machinations of it all, but I guess it, you know, it translates to a basically free school. Is the lottery? Or yeah, something? well, it's, I, it, it definitely, lot? yeah, no, no, no the, our lottery pays for, um, I think, two major things. One is that every, every kid in the state gets offered the availability to have a pre K paid for them. So when they're three and four, they can go and do 
basically, which is pre-kindergarten. They play, they have fun, they start learning to write, and they start doing games and things, which is really cool because there's actually a very long, there's like a 50-year study of kids and how that affects their development and like they like 50 or 60,000 people that they've watched over 50 years and apparently and who knew the 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 very biggest thing that you can do to give a kid advantage is by starting them off early getting to learn how to problem solve in groups because they will find themselves and it's not just a metric on like how much money they make it's literally like how how do you feel do you have a good life do you, you know are you fulfilled are the are you finding you know like they ask these questions that that it doesn't matter on the income although income is part of it too but apparently that's the biggest advantage of, no of doing wonder I'm so screwed up I didn't I know I know me yeah. I was just like I was like I was locked in a closet until I was 11 anyway so uh well, I got also out raised by grade. wolves until he was 14 right right so. right so uh the, the other thing is that that the hope scholarship um is pays a substantial portion of the state tuition uh for an in-state resident and um and it it may cover all of it for certain things I, it may be just short of all of it it may be all of it i don't i don't have the exact details but it pays it could pay even for some housing and some book money and things like that moving back but to it's, georgia it's basically yeah so how it's it's georgia, basically how long has georgia been outside of the united states because that's right. socialism that ain't <laughs> this is america that's, oh that's no stop it <laughs> well okay I'm okay, so the, I'm taking the political so, funny bone. Sorry. So it's it's funny that you said it because it's a, it's a weird it's a weird dichotomy because you know this is the Bible Belt and this is a fairly conservative state and the idea of having a state sponsored gambling was so hard. Now this is like I think we're probably like the 47th state to have like a state lottery and to be a part of like the Mega Million stuff and all that stuff. Um, like we were not, this is not trailblazing kind of stuff, but they basically said, fine, if you want to have the devil's, you know, hand in this, then every last dime that goes to this minus the administration of those funds and printing the little tickets and things goes to education. Mm -hmm. And like, it's written in the constitution of the state. So they're like, nope. So there's like, there's like $27 billion that gets gets put you know to like like higher education and and pre-k stuff so they're like you know listen we'll we'll take care of the you know elementary middle and high school at the local level and basically just they they said as long as you maintain your grades then we'll pay for your college hmm. yeah see we did that here in north carolina and we had a, we, the lottery here is about 300 billion dollars and uh, the year after that, our piece of garbage governor cut the uh, teachers' salaries um, because they're using that money for you know things. So we we got we got the lottery, and the people that administer it get paid, but uh, it's done very little uh, for teachers. Here. Yeah, there's clearly because there's I'm doing homework with an 11 year old, right, uh, <laughs> right, right, which I'm not bitter about. By the way, if I brought that up, did I say anything about that earlier? Because I, I feel like it. I may have either not said you feel, or you feel like you much. may right no 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 there's it's a, actually it's a, it's a weird thing there's there's only a few states uh Georgia being one of them our constitution is like littered with things like this 
where it's like the the constant the state constitution is not one page like to get things done in the state to make them kind of rock solid on things like these amendments and stuff get put in the constitution and it the constitution for georgia is like 27 pages long of stuff like there's a there's a fireman cancer fund that we voted on and it locks it in and it gets written in the constitution of the of the state Hmm. So it's, 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 yeah. So it's like, and it's nearly impossible to get that stuff changed. Like it's, it's like, like you have to have like all three sections of government and the whole, th- it's, it's very hard hmm. to do anything with that. By the way, for so. those of you listening, none of this was part of the, the, uh, <laughs> the original plan we had for, a, for a topic today. <laughs> right. So. Right. As well, that's okay. They're all sleeping now. Yeah, However, this is, uh, this is our complaints and grievances. <laughs> no, I was, I was, I was, re- I was, I was remarking how, how um, proud I was mm. of my daughter, not only for her ability to take two relatively hard tests, right? But not only that, but understand the fact that, that she needs to score well on at least one of them. So she'll go ahead and take the next one mm-hmm. anyway. Because she might get a slightly better thing, and and if if she can, then she might have more opportunities for grants or for 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 different scholarships or things like that. Um, and I thought, you know, that's that's my kid right there because that's mm-hmm. you know it's kind of like a l- little bit of foresight for a seventeen year old, which is if you have a seventeen year old and and they're thinking ahead more than five minutes, you're you're very proud. Because no kid at that age thinks anything more than 30 seconds. Like, like my daughter will come up and say, hey, I'm hungry. Where's dinner? I'm like, I haven't made dinner yet. And when did you think you were hungry? Did you want to talk about it? Did you want to help with dinner? It's like, oh, no, I just thought I was hungry. So I figured there would be dinner. <laughs> right? Makes sense. Okay. All right. Well, there you yeah. go. See, my oldest is working and we bought her a car and, you know, all this stuff. And she just got... Uh... She was working a lot of hours because they had some turnover at her job, and she had a you know got a big paycheck, especially big for you know a sixteen year old girl. So um, she came to me and she said, uh, "Daddy, I, you know I got this. I got here's how much I made." And I was like, "Wow, honey, that's that's really good. Uh, you know, I, I was probably twenty six by the time I got a paycheck." That, um, and she said, "Well, you know, what if I I want to take this much?" She's like, "And then I want to give the rest of this to you. Can we like how do we save that?" And I was just like, <laughs> oh, and by the way, the ratio of that was like, I'm going to take this quarter to a third and go to, you know, whatever kids do. And then the other two thirds to 75%, I want you to like, can you put that away for me? And I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, could you do me a favor and go talk to your mother? Because uh, right now she's on Pinterest spending. <laughs> spending. <laughs> My wife, she goes, well, this stuff is all made out of pallets. I mean, pallets are free. I'm like, nah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I laid one on the table saw two weeks ago, and it hasn't turned itself into anything. It's, <laughs> you're, you're, you have to go out there and put labor in. <laughs> you start you, by taking that pallet apart, by the way. You need one of our brand spanking new, soon to be on the market, pallet pals. You took that thing off the market. Like yeah, That was well, actually pissed off at you. Because we, have, we have a new and improved version hitting the market as soon as I find someone to build it. <laughs> are they, are they metal or yes. I know I remember you did a YouTube video not that long ago with the, uh, the pallet buster and you were like, 
all right, I'm making, I took too many freaking orders for this thing and I'm making these and then I'm done. <laughs> with them. Yeah, that was, was like, that oh, was like, dude, I really want one of those. And then, you know, I, you had plans at some point and then they disappeared and it's no, just... they're still up. They're still up on the website. And that what? was like four freaking years ago. You're talking about now. Yeah, well, dude, I, I have a memory. I can't help it. Um, so no, we're, we're, um, I have a new and improved version of the pallet pal that, um, either I'm going to be making my here or, uh, Mancuso precision is going to be making, but, um, that hasn't been determined yet, but it won't be long. So, well, if you need help testing a prototype, I know a guy, I know a guy too. <laughs> so, just saying, I will take all the pallets apart in the city. <laughs> if so, I have one, of I need a big, strong guy to really abuse it, to make sure it's going to stand up. Well, I'll have my wife use it then, because I'm weak. <laughs> you, you know, hey, I, this, I, thing, I, this thing stood up to a Ford Escort. Go ahead and put him into production. <laughs> I have I a big, have to, I have I a hit by a car story too, but I'll tell that some other time. Mm. Yeah. What does it involve? A Prius? No, it doesn't. Oh. Unfortunately, a GMC station wagon. Oh, or right. AM, sorry, not GMC. Um, AMC. AMC station wagon. Oh, wait, a minute, wait, 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 hold on a second. AMC station wagon. Is that an Eagle? Eagle. Was that the model? Yep. AMC was Eagle. Eagle. Station going wagon. To a fish four, four wheel drive, baby. Yes, it was. Yep. I yep. Yeah, was it the was... was it the green or the yellow? No, it was my very very first car that I I traded. I literally traded a horse for. They had the brown color too, and it was it was a tannish kind of poopy brown color. And that was yeah. two tone, wasn't it? Here's the wait. Yeah. I'll give you the punchline to the story. I got hit by a, the car that no one was driving. What? So, yep. You were I'll, down. I'll, the I hill? will tell you that story some other time. Right. Okay. Please remember, well, I was 16 when this happened. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, let's back up because I mean, you know, I don't want anyone to think I was recently hit at a boys <laughs> to men concert because boys to men isn't a thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, this was like, this was like. 25 years ago at this point so this is uh you know i think i was 17 or 18 at the yes time. but you have memories <laughs> oh yeah i mean while some people are saying well i'll take the sat and the act i was like if she shows me her boobies i'll take her to boys to men you know so yeah that's uh show you how much children have evolved since, <laughs> since we were right young. right <laughs> the uh by the way, I won't mention that I went to a uh, Paula Abdul slash uh, Color Me Bad concert at about that same time. Oh. However, I was <laughs> I wasn't being hit by a car for my true love. I was in marching band. Well, See, if it would have been twenty nine, you your true love unless you get drugged over a gravel driveway. <laughs> uh. Potential hip display shit, but no the. Um, yeah, the uh, the best concert I've ever been to, and judge me if you want, uh, there was a little venue in Syracuse, New York. Steve Perry had a Oh, a I concert. am so judging you. It was judge awesome. Uh, because he was actually, it was like after they broke up as the band with Journey, and he wasn't supposed to do Journey songs, but he did them anyway, and it was just, oh, it was fantastic. Let me tell you something. You can judge if you want, but when that guy gets up there in those tight blue mm. jeans and he goes, and you should have been gone. You're like, oh, <laughs> the goosebumps hit me everywhere. It's, I'm like, yeah. get a nose job and cut your hair. <laughs> yeah. That, you know what that guy's doing right now? 
No. He's throwing another he's throwing another stack of hundreds on the fire outside of his house. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> no, I you know, I uh, best concert. All right, you go, Joel. What's best concert you've ever been to? Uh well I'm not sure. There uh so I saw Gin Blossoms before they blew up, which was kind of cool. Uh, I've been to a nine inch nails concert and I've been to green day. Um, I've been to, uh, you know, the, the very, the best one out of all those things. Um, I went to a BB King concert, which was awesome. And, uh, that's what you're supposed to say. No, 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 no. It, it was, <laughs> it was awesome. However, at the same venue, which is an awesome venue in Atlanta called Chastain park. Um, I, okay. This takes a little bit of a story. I was managing an Apple store and a guy calls me up and says, Hey, this is when Apple introduced their iPod, uh, minis, which if you remember, they were slightly smaller than the full size iPod with, and they had them in different colors. It was anodized aluminum mm-hmm. and they had them in like this, like sage and, and they put a sky blue because... and no, they didn't, they didn't anything, nothing that fancy yet. This is still when they had the spinny wheel and everything. Okay. So, uh, so they had these little ones, and it was just, you could not keep them in stock. Hottest thing since, like, Cabbage Pack Kids. And the guy calls me up and says, hey, do you happen to have an iPod Mini? And my answer is almost always no. I looked up on the shelf, and there was a Sage one. And I went, yeah, we got a Sage one. He's like, okay, can you hold it for me? I'm like, no. Are you crazy? And he's like, no, really, because I'm coming into town anyway. And that he's like, uh. He's like, I'm like, I can't, I can't hold it, man. It's 30 more seconds. There's going to be somebody buying it. And he's like, listen, I'm going to get you two tickets, two backstage passes, two front row tickets to go see Harry Connick Jr. Right. Because I, I'm his, I'm his tour manager. And all you got to do is bring it to the will code. will call desk at, at Chastain. What are you doing tonight? Can you bring a date? I'm you like, you said, I'm doing anything, but going to see that terrible concert. <laughs> So, so here's, here's the cool thing about it. Like Harry Connick with, now I love jazz and I, I happen to like, uh, New Orleans funk, which is kind of where Harry Connick was at the time. Mm-hmm. So I said, sure. So I grabbed the mini. We went there. I said to my wife, I'm like, whatever we're doing tonight. Actually, she wasn't my wife. She was my girlfriend. Uh, and, uh, and I said, we're going to Chastain. I got a thing. And to this day, Margot still thanks me because she went backstage and hugged Harry Connick Jr., which uh, he wasn't. I he may have gotten a little crazier these days with like talk shows and and in TV appearances, but back then he was in like Independence Day and he was doing this rocking concerts and things like this. Like it was it was cool. The whole place was packed and it was really good sound. Anyway, that was probably. Just because that was probably one of my favorite concerts I ever went to. Yeah. <gasps> Harry Connick Jr. actually sings one of my very favorite songs. What's that? I'm What's not that? telling you guys. I'm not telling you. I'm not letting right, that Thanks for sharing. Yeah. Um, go ahead. I have to tell a story about being hit by a car. You can't tell me what your favorite song from a terrible recording artist is. This doesn't even seem. Why are you saying he's a terrible recording artist? I mean, he's great, is what I meant to say. He is great, you bastard. Oh, no, Danny I boy. Actually, my my this is i i'm i'm proud and not proud at the same time so let me share Uh the um we went to see maroon five because my wife wanted to go when they were here in charlotte and we got really good tickets because you know 
I have to be that guy. So we were probably four or five rows from the, you know, the wherever um, Adam Levine comes out. And good concert, good songs. They played some of their old stuff, which is, you know, less poppy, more rocky, which, you know, I used to listen to them back then. But the experience I had, I, I've never really understood what a sex symbol was until he came out on stage and he started off the song Moves Like Jagger. And he took off his shirt. Now, I've been with my wife since 1992. <laughs> I've never. And I've been hit by a car. I've never heard her make the sound that she made. <laughs> it, it was unbelievable. And I've never heard noise like that ever. I mean, we were basically, I mean, we were right up on the stage. Um, when he, I mean, he pulled his shirt off and threw it into the crowd. And there was... There was I mean, you couldn't breathe for a full two seconds because the air left the building. I mean, it was just unbelievable. And I just heard this. I don't know what it was. If it was like a yelp or a moan or a groan or a scream or all of those things combined. It's basically like I know your lungs are involuntary, but like the every part of her like system just became involuntary. And she shouted, and I was like. I will never get her to make that sound. <laughs> like, <laughs> ever. If I cut her foot off and set the stump on fire, I don't think that she would make the noise that she made when this man took his shirt off. I mean, it was, but I mean, and it came from, I mean, it, you know, it would be embarrassing if she was the only one that made that sound, but the only reason I could hear her is because she was standing next to me wishing she was standing next to him and it, i mean the sound enveloped that play. it was the it is the craziest experience i remember i can i've ever had at a concert or really anywhere because i was like wow that that has got to feel like something special <laughs> like is if i take my shirt off on a stage Someone's gonna set me on fire and, and be like, "I can't believe you did this to me." Like, you know, <laughs> I'll never be the same. It's all quivering flesh in my in my nightmare. You know, just it, it's it. so. I feel. Uh, I, I I just it, I think it would be very cool to wield that kind of power. I was like, that guy could. I'm just glad that that guy doesn't want all the women. Because none of us would have them. He could have them. He could have them all. Yeah, and he just decided, if he pointed at my wife and went, come here. I'd be like, there she goes. <laughs> I, did, call me if you need a ride. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, and, and every guy in there knew that. I don't care how cool you were, how much money you made, whatever you consider your uh, your your physical prowess to be. If that man pointed at you, you were going home. If he if he pointed at me, I'd have thought about it. I'd be like, well, honey, sorry this didn't work out for you tonight. <laughs> you can catch an Uber. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was spectacular. Just take solace in the fact that you know you can beat that man's ass. <laughs> there is zero. Ch- I if if I catch if I sucker punch him while he's playing his guitar, maybe that guy. You have to remember, I saw him take his shirt off. He's chiseled out of stone. That man works out at least a little bit. And he's, uh, t- but he's so tiny. He's just a puny he little. He looked fella. like the biggest thing in the world. Yeah, you. <laughs> he was no, that. no. <laughs> well, he might be tiny, but yeah, I don't. Yeah, well, here's the problem: if you fight Adam Levine, and I wouldn't fight him because that man is gorgeous. 
and he deserves everything he gets. But he, <laughs> including my wife. <laughs> it, 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 she's yours. Don't don't let her drive. I I I'm just I, I picture her like pointing to you and say, "Listen, I got to do this here." Can you take my clothes home? I'm not going to need them. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. exactly. I'm not going to need them. I'm not sure when I'll be back. Why wait me down? Yeah, she. um, It got it got awesome for her. I mean, it was it was pretty amazing. But yeah, that was uh, it was something. I mean, but the problem is, is that if you fought him. Even if you win, you lose because then you beat up this gorgeous, you know. But if he beats you, like, where, where do you hide from that? Right. You know what I mean, it's just like, like I never have a problem fighting the biggest guy in a bar because he's supposed to beat me, right? If I happen to get lucky and choke him out, I'm the hero. You know what I mean? <laughs> if he beats me up, like people are just like, oh, look at him picking on a chubby white guy, you know, just <laughs> like that's <laughs> he wins nothing for that. Where you know, if I get lucky and catch him, then you know, oh, you remember you beat that. That gorilla up in that bar the other day, it was, he must have been all kinds of steroids. You'd be like, yeah, I got him. But, you know, he so, chokes you out. That's just what was supposed to happen. So, Izzy, what, what, is, your, what is your most memorable concert? I don't remember. I was... <laughs> Harry Connick Jr. was singing Christmas. No, I've never seen I've never seen Harry Connick in Ju- Jr. in concert, but I wanted to. <laughs> I heard he was really good in concert, and... Um, uh, I would have what really, woman told you that? really liked that. Uh, no, not a woman. Was it the lady that sold you the Prius? No, it was actually a, it was actually a dude I met down in Key West. He was pretty cool. Mm. So, I've um, actually heard Kenny Chesney is amazing, and I've I'm I've heard that too. But big fan of Nah, I'm I've never been a, a, a big not necessarily that, but I just Kenny Chesney isn't really have all that much appeal to me as far as music goes. Oh, hmm. uh, I'm trying to. Th- you know, it's literally the best concert I've ever been to, you know, from a performance standpoint. And I can't for the life of me remember the guy's name. And I'm, I, I had it a little while ago. Now I'm having one of those old people moments and cannot remember it at all. Was it Maroon 5 by any chance? No. <laughs> I've been to... Uh, James, I, it's James Taylor. James oh, Taylor, James sorry. Taylor would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Unless, it it's, like, like, it, unless it's like an amphitheater. In which I think all the the cool things about James Taylor would probably fade away a little bit, you know, because like no, this wasn't an this this is actually he's sitting in the center of the audience at this at, at this venue. I can't remember where it was, uh, but it was quite literally like I felt like I was listening to him sing, like I was listening to him on a record. I mean, the quality of was that good. His voice was so, you know, it's so perfect. It, it's he gets these notes that. You know, are almost impossible to reach. It feels like, and they it, they just they you know glide out of him very very almost effortlessly. And it's it's just um it was a really really good concert. He sang some of my favorites, you know, Baby James and um, you know uh, this uh, I can't remember the name of Fire and Rain and you know all the good stuff. Mm. And it was just like oh man, it was I was awestruck by how you know how perfect the music was and how how just gorgeous the whole thing. The whole experience was just really, really cool. So, no, nothing wild or crazy there. I'd really like to go see a Neil Diamond concert. I'll be honest with you. I, I hear it's just insane. I've heard yeah, the same it's thing. Like I've never of, seen it's one. It's like got to be the Vegas experience, doesn't it? Yeah, I think it does by now. Why is is he still alive? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm pretty <laughs> he sure is. he is. He wishes he wasn't. <laughs> but I, I think it's like the entire audience sings like "Sweet Caroline," and like the like the entire right. like, and everybody goes. Duh, duh, 
duh, yeah. you know, the whole way down. So, well, who could, I mean, you couldn't, you couldn't not. If for right. That. So, right. Yeah. I don't know. I think, um, I, I've never done a lot of concerts. I, I did a few, um, I had a little a spell between my ex-wife and, uh, about three years, four years before I started dating anybody seriously. And I did a lot of concerts then, but it was, you know, like we were going to see the Mexicans at the handlebar in, in Greenville, South Carolina. If you guys know who they, they were, they had a, like a one hit wonder, um, I forget what it was even called. I think it's called the pesos or something. Of course it was. <clears throat> By the way, uh, he's 76, Mr. Diamond. Oh, is oh. he? Well, there we go. Wow. From Brooklyn, New York. Yeah. Too, mm. By the way. So Brooklyn boy. So now that we've managed to do a whole podcast literally about nothing, how do no, we it was, close this thing No, it was out? about us. It was, oh, about, right. it was about your worries and, and Mike getting- It was a uh, podcast about life. And life. Life, yes. th- some joys, some worries, which yeah. is fine. Well, and, and and I'd like to say, Izzy, that uh, you know I like to consider this podcast an extension of our family and friends, and and uh, we don't have to close this out. We just move on to the next one. Oh. <laughs> Wait That's a minute, a, I, I need it's to find always a weird to when hug. he gets like. Sweet Where's my because... pillow? I need to hug it. I want. <laughs> I, <laughs> I just want to thank all of you for joining us tonight around the campfire. This <laughs> is. Nobody, nobody actually takes Mike Laffey seriously. And, and they do that to their own, I mean, that's their own fault. Yeah. And now you know the rest of the they story. They do that to their own Am I detriment. To say that? <clears throat> that's right. The, uh, I, I do have a casualty. And uh, I, the I, laser? The laser. Are we going to end on this note? I mean, I, yeah. No. We had such, no, an, up, I've, I'm, we had such an upbeat podcast. No, I've, cars, I've got you know, a, I, I, I talked to Amazon about uh, getting, because I, I purchase a, you can purchase industrial stuff through Amazon, but I, it fell outside the window of like getting anything substantially done with it, and oh. uh, yeah, so I've got to spend a few dollars more on getting a different uh, different laser tube for it. So I the Izzy is down. Izzy has gone down. So more than once. More than once. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So anyway, there's that. I I just I don't know if you heard that hit the carpet, but I uh, just poured some out for our homies who ain't here that's no more. Right, right. <laughs> Sniffles. You, you 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 poured out some cooling fluid. I just uh, I just poured out some <laughs> hey, diet coke guys, under I, my shed carpet. I want to do a shout out to our podcast mates, um, Bill, Phil, and Tim. Uh, they're coming up on their 100. And I think it's only fitting that we, uh, you know, have a moment of silence for them. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Hold, that, hold on a second. A moment of silence? Wait yeah. a minute. No, but they started their podcast numbers. They didn't start at number one. They did like 101 or something, aren't they? Well, I don't know. I think it's officially they're hitting 200. I, I don't know how they're yeah, doing it. Yeah, but I, that's what I'm, I'm saying. I'm not saying like, a moment of silence, not a moment of silence of grief, but a moment of silence in happiness or it rather yeah, reverence. In reverence. So I, um, I always want to say... No, no, I won't do that. They, they, do that? they okay. kind of corked the bat on that one. You know, they, they kind of jumped the gun a little. Well, first of all, I mean. This is their actually. Basically the, what they is, did is they is asked Bill actu- Lutz to be on a podcast, and then the other two guys are just hangers on. <laughs> yeah, I said it. <laughs> 
Yeah, and uh, <laughs> Phil and Tim, he doesn't mean that, just so you know. Oh, and and um, he, I've, I've actually sent Phil instant messages on Facebook just randomly going, dude, you know I love you, right? And he's like, oh, I love you too, man. And then then we go punch somebody that, you know, in, in real life just so we could be man again. But, uh, yeah, he's <laughs> – yeah, Phil is actually one of the um, – when we first started doing this podcast, he was the guy I reached out to for, you know, tips, tricks, and things. And Phil's one of those guys that will listen to your podcast, and he'll go, hey, man, uh, listen to your podcast. It was great. And blah, blah. he goes, hey, can I can I tell you something? And, you know, you're like, all right, what is it, dude? And he's like, well, you know, you blah, 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 and this, and that. And he goes, I hope that doesn't piss you off, man. You know, I'm, just, I'm like, no, dude, feedback is awesome. Thank you, you know, especially from you. You've been doing this for a while. And uh, I'm like, but I can't get rid of Joel. I mean, <laughs> exactly, exactly. It was, it's like, it's like, uh, like I really appreciate your feedback, but I don't think that shooting myself in the head is going to help anybody here. You know, I mean, how do you do it without Izzy? Right. <laughs> this is the guy wants to be on the podcast. I mean, it's just you can't just kick him off. So, but no, yeah, those guys are uh, they're awesome. If you know if they're doing a hundred episodes, that means they've probably had at least a hundred downloads at this point. So you know, bless yeah. them. Yeah. So anyway, a shout out to those guys. You know, they put a lot of love out there. They put a lot of time into doing this. And um, I, I'm not a big podcast listener. I, I, I honestly, I mean to be fair, I do not listen to a whole lot of podcasts. Um, but I do get on theirs. He doesn't even listen to this one. Uh, that's not true. I've listened to some of ours. So, oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Usually so, the ones with Jesse on them. When, when they get, when they get to a hundred, is Tim's way just going to recycle them? I don't know what the plan do, is. Do they but, just start um, over? Like, I just want to say good job guys. You know, good job. Good for putting, for great for putting episode, all that, all that good out in the world. That's a good I thing. I think for the hundredth episode that, um, Bill Luke should eat some kale. Tim should eat a <laughs> cheeseburger. And, um, I don't know. What does Phil do? He's from Canada. <laughs> I don't know something, but yeah. he needs he needs to he needs to stop apologizing and thanking people. <laughs> yeah, Phil listen, is I the mean, sweetest they're, they're turd the few, on the face of the planet. I love uh, that guy. They're, they're 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 one of my. I mean that those three guys are actually individually are just you know. I mean, Lutz, we've talked about a thousand times before in our podcast. He's just you know he's one of the most amazing human beings I I know about on Earth. So you know to. Uh, to try and, and explain him to people that had, don't know him is practically impossible. But, um, I mean, the guy kissed me and it wasn't even weird. Like, you, you got to be a special <laughs> kind of person. To do that. So, actually, I think you kissed me too, Izzy. But we were sharing some wild turkey at the time, so I, that's that's a different level of. I want to I want to make sure that we're pre- pre- prefacing or postesting. Um, I kissed you on the cheek. I'm, that's it, not it, how I heard it. it. I still, you were standing right behind me. What do you mean how you were? Well, actually, yeah, it was in my shop. So, yeah. so there's that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I and I think we were both holding a chicken wing, so that makes it manlier. Oh, I got so, you. But, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I think is that so, what yeah. the kids Tim, are calling it these days? You were holding Absolutely. a beer, I was holding a whiskey, and we each had a chicken wing. Okay, we're yeah. good. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Tim and Tim and Phil too. I mean, they are just um, you know they're. They're very interesting, very, uh, they're just generous people too. You know I mean? That's the, that's one of the things about the three of those guys. It makes it, they're, they're real dudes. You know what I mean? So they're, they're not like, they don't play any parts or roles or, you know, anything like that. They, they are genuinely sort of interesting and eclectic and, and just warm and just generous people. And it's, um, you know, they're, they're one of the few shows that I'll listen to pretty regularly. So they're, uh, 
congratulations, guys. If you get a chance to listen to this, hopefully you made it this far and didn't turn it off when I was shitting on you just a few minutes ago. <laughs> you know, that was just kidding, but I'm not kidding. So, um, congratulations <laughs> to you. Uh, so. All right. Well. But uh, I guess we'll put the brakes on, huh? We uh, deploy the airbags. And uh, sorry, I have a lot of car accident analogies. I gotta yeah, you do. Out. They're stuck. It's it's a trauma, man. You know, I'm going to have to go take some sleeping pills just to get through the night. You think this sharing doesn't take a lot out of you? But um, <laughs> but uh, so, uh, gentlemen, uh, Izzy, if you wouldn't mind, please tell the fine folks where they might find you. Um, yeah, IzzySwan.com. And if you're really feeling, uh, if you haven't already uh, started following Reclaimed Audio, you can always check them out at reclaimedaudio.com. Mr. Joel? Well, you can find our fantastic products uh, all over the world, sold by, no, actually just sold by us, uh, at missingdigitwoodshop.com. And they are cool. Um, They are. And Christmas is coming, guys. You can find me, as always, on the Maybe I've Said Too Much podcast. What's the uh, address of that? Sir. And apparently at the end of my lips. Oh, yeah. by the way, if I actually had the list in front of me, because it's a very long list, we have two Patreon supporters. Now, what? I know. And what's funny about this, this actually goes in my bank account, so actually I have two, two Patreon supporters. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm embezzling $2 a month currently. Uh, and You guys... I know. I know. That covers the operating costs. Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's all we need for a budget. Uh, and, uh, and, and I would like Our to thank them. Army. Right, right, right. <laughs> well, we just, we want to, listen, the world is tough. We only need you to pledge your allegiance to us. So yes. it's undying. Exactly. Undying allegiance. Uh, and, uh, there's a good chance you won't make it out alive. However, mm. Uh, we actually do have a Patreon. I, we never mention it because we feel bad about it. Uh, other than the fact that, you know, if we could actually make like $5 a month, we could actually cover the cost of the podcast. Um, so if you're ever inclined to, uh, I, I'm not selling this very well. Anyway, uh, look us up. You'll find us on uh, Patreon, probably under maybe podcast. So... There's gotcha. That. Well, and, and uh, let me just say that, uh, you know, the, the two gentlemen um, that to think that it's a we, I've had a lot of humbling experiences in the time we've started doing this, this show. Um, you know, some of the messages we get from people who, you know, they tell you about sort of tough times that we help them through and, and you know, some things like that. Those are um, very sobering, and very humbling kind of, um, you know, messages to receive. And they give you pause because you're like, you know, wow, this is, there's some responsibility that comes along with doing this. Now, we, at least myself, I squander that weekly. <laughs> so, but, um, but yeah, the, the, to think that there are people out there that would actually trade money uh, for what we provide is even more humbling that, uh, you know, that, that someone would would find a monetary value in what we do is that kind of takes back, you know, we think, uh, you know, there's, you know, we're getting two bucks, but there are, you know, there are two people out there that have made the decision that this is something oh, that yeah. is important enough for me to, 
you know, support and, you know, that support, but regardless of the value that they would take the effort to do that is, um, that's pretty amazing. I mean, that's, you know, I joke and kid and tease and say shit about things all the time, but that's, that's a really, the, the messages that we get, um, you know, from people that are, you know, Hey, you guys really helped me out. And then, you know, the thought that somebody's actually giving, you know, parting with cash for, um, to support what we do is that's, that hits me in the feels. So I just, uh, I appreciate all the messages and I know the other guys, I'll speak for all of us here. Uh, I appreciate all the messages, um, all the comments we get, all the emails, the, you know, reviews, reviews that, yep. I mean, it's, you guys have been fantastic leaving reviews online. Um, but yeah, I mean, and, and, you know, for the, the few of you that have made the decision that this is worth actual real life value. Um, thank you very much. That's, that's pretty incredible. Yeah, and, and honestly, you guys. For, yeah, and if you want to, uh, the true expression of love is hitting Mike with your car. So, <laughs> so if you ever see, no, you ever don't, see don't do that. You'll you'll never. You have to take him home with you after that. <laughs> buy me, buy me a beer, and then run me over in the parking lot. That's right. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you. Hey, thank you very much for listening, everybody. We do really appreciate your sport and everything that you guys have been doing. It's pretty awesome. Um, so we love you and thank you very much. Good yeah, night. Guys, and, and let me tell you something also, um, you know, you, the, the best support you can be, if you enjoy what we do, um, tell a friend, you know, they, if you think that they'll enjoy what we do, uh, the more people that we get to listen to this, I mean, it, 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 it just translates to a bigger audience. The bigger the audience we get, the better the reach, the, the more feedback we get, the more topics we come up with. It just it, it helps grow and just becomes more exponential. So, um, you know, you don't have to give. You don't have to leave reviews. You don't have to be public. But, you know, if you think that uh, if you enjoy what we do, tell somebody. And uh, if they listen, that's maybe they'll tell somebody. And who knows? Maybe one day it'll be a thing. So, But uh, thanks so much, everybody, for everything. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. So appreciate it, guys. See you. Thank you. Bye.